0: Welcome to the Uncharted Entrepreneur's Podcast. If you're ready to tap into your God-given strengths, discover simple success strategies, and set that dream that's buried in your soul free, this podcast is for you. Hi, I'm your host, Sherry Miter. I went from building a chimney cleaning business with my husband to ranking in the top 1% as a leader in network marketing to my true calling as a visionary strategist and coach. I'm passionate about helping others navigate the sea of business and life. If you're ready to leave the daily grind behind and discover the joy of entrepreneurship, let's untie those dock lines and set sail. We are going into uncharted territory. Uncharted Entrepreneurs Podcast. I'm your host, Sherry Miter, And we are... Finishing up, actually, our Clifton Strengths 34 Themes series with a few more. And today we are welcoming back um, my son Jeremy Miter, who will be talking about his command. So welcome back to the podcast, Jeremy. Thank you. And uh, Jeremy, if you could just kind of fill in everybody in in case they didn't listen to the episode with you with your competition theme, just you know, brief background about who you are and what you do and what your top five are.
1: Uh, so I'm a TACP in the U.S. Air Force. It's a tactical air control party. Uh, and then I'm also a Syracuse firefighter, the city of Syracuse. The top five are Achiever, Competition, Futuristic, Responsibility, and Command.
0: Okay, great. And I'm really excited to jump into Command today. Uh, for two reasons. One, it's also one of my top five. <laughs> and I've recently found out that it's actually pretty unique. Uh, Command is one of the five less frequent ones to show up on somebody's top 34. So this should be pretty interesting to see how it shows up in your life. Um, but it's pretty exciting. I know for myself that I love my command when it's working well for me and for others. (laughs) Um, But there definitely are some, you know, areas of it that can be a little tricky. So I'm I'm excited to have that conversation with you. All right. Before we jump into how it shows up in your life, I'm going to read the official description of command from Gallup. And we'll just kind of go from there. So from the influencing theme. And people with strong command talents naturally take charge. They see what needs to be done and are willing to speak up. Confrontation does not frighten them. Rather, they understand that it is the first step towards resolution. They need things to be clear among people, and they will challenge others to be realistic and honest. Their talent pushes them to take risks. At times, those with strong command talents may intimidate others, and while some may may resent this talent others often willingly hand them the reins people are drawn toward those who take a stand and are willing to lead and people exceptionally talented talented in the command theme have presence they can take control of a situation and make decisions so when you hear all of that jeremy how does that resonate with you and what really jumps out at you
1: uh well just it's funny the command all of that actually just falls within the description of attack p anyway so your command and control is basically what your entire job is so both having that command and being able to take control is a huge responsibility within the attack p career field anyway yeah
0: so how about for you like Personally, like, what is it, what really resonates with you? Like, yeah, that's definitely what I am. That's what I do. you like, that's what comes natural to you because there could be people in that position that maybe they don't have high command necessarily, but they still have to command. But for you, it just comes natural. It's who you are. It's what you do. So where do you see maybe that showing up easier for you even than maybe somebody else? Or just even in your life in general?
1: Uh, my life, I think I had to work on command a little bit. Uh, I think it definitely plays a huge role, I said, in Attack P, just during a deployment, being able to tell the leader of what needs to be done as far as uh, close air support and being able to take command of those situations and do it. And I got to the point where he felt so comfortable with me that I never even really had to discuss things with him anymore. I could take control of it on my own and be able to do it because he knew I had that presence and command within the aircraft to be able to uh, take the lead and uh, make the decisions that I knew were best for everybody else without having to really uh, have that discussion with him. Uh, as far as like also falls within the paramedic as a firefighter, when I worked as a, uh, we're all paramedic. It would just be myself and uh, one EMT. So being able to just, you had to have that command to be able to take that uh, responsibility and presence in order to figure out what issues a person was having medically and be able to fix them because I was about 45 minutes away from the closest hospital on most calls. So anything serious, you had to be able to stay calm and have the command and presence to be able to make the right decisions at the right time.
0: Mm. Yeah. And one thing you just said there, I'd like to go a little bit uh, further into is to stay calm. And that is something somebody with high command brings to the situation. They bring a sense of calmness to the situation where others may be getting frantic or chaotic, you know, feel the chaos and be lost in the chaos. Somebody with high command brings that sense of like, we, we've, we've got this, like, it's okay. And it's not, um, necessarily that you have it by yourself, but you bring that calm to the whole team. Uh, do you feel like that would hold true for these work situations too, that you can bring a calmness to the team and different situations?
1: Yeah, I think, uh, I've always noticed that myself as I've been able to stay calm in a lot of, uh, uh, pretty stressful situations uh, whether it be um, having to deal with multiple things at one time or just something that's happening that's a little bit more serious so being able to stay calm in all those different types of situations that's something that's always been uh, easier for me and I think other people do will feed off of that sometimes or at least uh, have more trust in you when you're able to stay calm in those types of situations. So it'll help later on when you're working together, like it did with during my deployment earlier on, I had a situation where it um, had a lot of stuff going on at the same time. And then later on, uh, that's what my team leader was able to just kind of let me do my own thing because he knew I already was able to stay calm and knew exactly what to do and what was the best choices. So I think that, that definitely holds true.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you've definitely, and I know we talked about this with the competition, have really been able to discover really the perfect career choice for you um, with your top five. And I know we, we talked about that. Um, when are there situations, and this may go back to other jobs you've had or in the same career field but maybe working with other people or in your personal you know in life situations that maybe you weren't able to step into that command to use your command at its fullest and what did you need in those times that you weren't able to i don't know if that question really was not clear on that question uh,
1: I think I got it. I'll answer what I think the question was at least but, uh, <laughs> Just working with and it goes back to um, the competition aspect. a lot of guys I work with for the tech B side of things definitely have a lot of the same personality traits or all that type A personality. So I'm sure a lot of them have the competition and command and their uh, top ones. So there's always gonna be guys when we're working together that there's we always all of us want to take that lead uh but there's certain situations that you know it comes back to you just need to know the strengths of other guys too that you may want to take lead in that situation but it may be better to hand it off so knowing other people's personalities kind of play a part in being able to take a step back and not have that command but usually that falls that um when we started like kind of butting heads or something, we all kind of split. So we'll split tasks up maybe. So one person will be in charge of one aspect of it and the other will be in charge of another aspect. So that way everybody is in command of something, just not the whole thing. And then you'll just bring those pieces together to uh, make it work. Hmm. So we have had a couple different types of avenues to figure out how to work with somebody else that may have a high command presence.
0: Yeah. And ever had a situation where you were in a works a workplace and again this could be going back you know be, before you found these ideal positions for yourself where the leader in your opinion wasn't stepping up to take charge and you felt that need to step in because even though sometimes people have the title they may not have the leadership cap- you know they may not be doing the best job as a leader? Were there ever times that you found yourself like kind of, or even though, again, it wasn't the title, but people look to you as the leader, even though that wasn't your job just because of your command presence?
1: Uh, yeah, that falls back into uh, like the TACP. You may be one of the lower ranking guys out there, but your job is important enough where you will be in all the higher meetings and you'll be next to the leader and sometimes they will look to you for advice on what the best even sometimes it's outside of your actual job title that they may look to you just because they know that you have that command experience or that command in your uh, life so you kind of are able to see things a little bit differently or be able to take control easier so they may look to you for different advice they may not do in front of the group, but sometimes aside, they may ask for your advice over somebody else's or in order to figure out the best situation that they think if they are having trouble commanding something. Mm, mm
0: -hmm. Yeah, and that's the the cool thing too with somebody with a high command is they can have that air and it's not a cockiness. It's that air of, I know what I'm doing, and I'm okay making the decisions and you can trust me. And it's something sometimes you have to work through (laughs) because we are also, I feel like with the high command, we're very honest with when we can't do something, but when we not feel confident, we we can step into that role. I shouldn't say we, I guess that's the way I feel with command. But do you feel that same way? Do you, like, if there's a situation that you feel like, okay, this is not my realm of expertise, it's okay to step back or does your command still want to take charge?
1: Uh, No, I think I have an easier, uh, easy time. If I am very unfamiliar with what's going on, or if I don't feel comfortable, I don't have an issue handing off the leadership or command to somebody else that I know does or knows that uh, aspect better than me. That's not an issue with me.
0: Yeah,
1: Um, I I don't think it's, I would say it's confidence, not cockiness sometimes. Yeah,
0: yes, yes, exactly. (laughs) It's a confidence and that other people can feed off of that confidence. They may be scared, but when somebody with high command steps into the room or steps into the situation, it it can calm others at the same time, which is a pretty cool thing to have. Um, what do you feel like as somebody with command? What kind of things do you feel like you you need to have in order to feel fulfilled in your role?
1: Uh, Pretty much at the end of the day with that, command was successful that's really what i look to is the after action of it It you know did i make the right decisions and then i'll feel better about myself And then going forward i'll even feel more confident in my own abilities. so my command is even higher so really just at the end of whatever was happening like whether it be a medical call just for a paramedic or something for the military side if at the end of the day, that was your command was successful. That's all I look for, mm. if made the right decisions.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, what do you feel like with somebody having that command? Do you, um, like, what do you, well, I guess we kind of already talked about that. Like what you bring to the organization, anything else that you would add to that? I feel like we, I guess we did kind of talk about that.
1: No, I, I think uh when you're dealing with multiple commands, like I said is trying to figure out those best avenues is either like splitting the the task and each person has a command or you know figuring out who actually has more knowledge in that aspect and giving them command is the the big things that uh, I've learned to be able to deal with.
0: Mm-hmm. Um so some of the blind spots or barriers, and again, this could be like when we're not using our natural talents and strengths to their best or how others perceive us sometimes is somebody by command could always try to take the lead, um, but it sounds like you've got a handle on that. <laughs> You're willing to step back and like you just said <laughs> with others. Um And another one is can be inflexible and stubborn. Have you ever seen that show up in your life or have others perceive you as that?
1: Uh, Probably. (laughs) If I wasn't in command and I still, you know, if I didn't like the decisions and we still go that route anyway, I probably did nothing but complain about it the entire time. So I'm sure people don't like that aspect of that. I don't feel like you're making the right decision, so I'm just gonna sit over here and complain about it. <laughs> do what I want to do or it's over.
0: <laughs> okay, that may not be the best use of command.
1: No,. But yeah.
0: <laughs> so um, but I guess like how could you <laughs> remain um, a? without being aggressive or without complaining like what would be some some ways you could do that
1: so usually i said uh you know that was before we started like splitting tasks essentially is that like hey you know if i don't like the decision be like hey i'll take this part of it so that way i'm taking it off your plate so you can deal with the other things. And usually people are really receptive to like at least handing off part of it. So there's try to do that more often than just saying and complain about things, but it usually works out a lot better.
0: Yes. I could see where that would be a better, better plan of action there. <laughs> um, so a couple of things you could do to invest in your command talents is practice the words, tone, and techniques that will turn your ability to confront into real persuasiveness. Um, another one, strive to become known as a candid person. Use opportunities to speak plainly and directly about sensitive subjects. Your unwillingness to hide from the truth can become a source of strength and constancy for your colleagues and friends. Um, Find a cause you believe in and support it. You might discover yourself at your best when defending a cause in the face of resistance. How have you used any of those already in your life?
1: Uh, I think the tone and being directive uh, really falls into how I am as an instructor. Um, some people don't obviously like that. It's when you're direct uh even on negative feedback so uh some people aren't receptive to that but uh i think it makes they may not enjoy hearing the negative feedback and sometimes the directiveness of it but i think uh at the end of the day they all appreciate it essentially a lot of people do at least there are people out there that don't like to hear anything bad about them but i always feel uh I'd rather hear the negative feedback to myself, like from one other person. So I try to do that. I don't like hearing, you know, that somebody thought I did poorly from another person. I'd rather them be direct to me. So I try to have that attribute and be direct to other people. Um, I think it intimidates some people, especially younger guys that I work with. Uh, Sometimes they may not be your favorite person to work with but I think they may not want to work with you or like you guys instructor your personality wise of it. But at the end of the day, they all will As I work with someone that is very similar. And uh, at the end of the day, like I know they respect him and they know he knows what he's doing because he has that high confidence. So I feel like they may feel the same in me, but I know again, being directive is always a kind of a turnoff for some people that don't want to be around you, but they can
0: yeah. To... yeah, some people can perceive it as bossy or, um, yeah, different ways, where it is just people with command do tend to just cut to the chase, be very direct, and not really um, fluff things up. Yeah. <laughs> There's no fluff. It's just like, <laughs> um, which take some practice to kind of learn that little balance now in your career field it's a whole different thing than my career field. I've had to learn to uh, definitely fluff things up a little bit (laughs) with the command. Um, Here's another one is to ask people for their opinions. Sometimes your candor will prove intimidating, causing others to avoid offending you watch for this. If necessary, explain that you are candid, that you are candid because it feels uncomfortable to not express yourself, not because you want to frighten other people into silence. <laughs> so kind of what we were just talking about. Maybe just, you know, allowing others to voice their opinion as well. Um, I love this description of command as well that they say the command, somebody with high command can be the anchor, the navigator, and the captain. And sometimes they're the anchor that can keep people grounded. Sometimes they can be the navigator that help the whole team move forward. And sometimes they are the captain, which they're just going to tell, tell us out loud what to do next. <laughs> and I love that description of the command. Um, Anything else that you would add about your command and or all of your strengths, your top five, how do, how they show up in your uh, job and or your personal life, Jeremy? Uh,
1: when I did the, uh, the assessment, I definitely looking through at the top five, it definitely, you know, reading through all of them you can easily point out where they show up in your personal life and your job and everything like that. Like I wouldn't have ever thought those would be in my top five, but as I dug and read the description, I'm like, Oh yeah, that does fit and how I work and how I am as a person within my career fields. So I think that was a, that was a big eye opener. So it was, it was definitely good to have those in my back pocket knowing that, you know, the, the way I can use my strengths, and what techniques to use to improve upon them essentially.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's helpful too. At any point you can find out what your team and the people that you lead, what their top five are and how you can complement and work together. Yeah. I know. Yeah.
1: I know a couple guys that I think they did do it. Uh, I'm curious now after going through these, I want to I'm gonna go back to work next week. I'll probably ask them.
0: Well, you can let me know. (laughs) Oh, and I definitely see too, like the command in your personal life. Like just you know, when life situations Mm -hmm. that command, you know, you you take control, even in a quiet way. You know, sometimes it could be very quiet in a very subtle way, of just again, sometimes it's that just the fact that you or You know, anybody listening that has high command, it's when you walk into a room. Even sometimes just that in itself can give that calming presence to people. They may not even know why, but they just feel calmer when you're around because that's your command. Just being there, which is, you know, so definitely embrace that one and hone it and. Put that in your, like you said, your your back pocket is one of your superpowers to use for the good of mankind.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, all right. Well, thank you, Jeremy, for doing these episodes. I do appreciate it and for sharing your, your command with us today. Well, thank you. All right, that concludes this episode and I hope you are enjoying this series and hearing how the Clifton Strengths themes and talents show up in real life humans and how they turn those themes and talents into their strengths or how they use them in their daily lives or how they're going to start using them in their daily life. And I also hope it inspires you to head over to Gallup and take your assessment today As you know, I strongly encourage you to go for the full 34. And again, I don't make any money from this. Like I am not affiliated with Gallup, nor are they affiliated with me. I just highly believe in it and totally geek out on Strength Finders. But take the full assessment. And after you're done, post your top five and tag me in it. Or if you don't want to do that, just shoot me a DM or send me an email and let me know what your top five are. And if you're surprised by it, I'd love to hear from you. And thanks as always for being a listener to the Uncharted Entrepreneurs Podcast.